What is good everyone? How we doing today on this beautiful Tuesday? I'm actually not even at UCM today. I'm actually at my uncle's store in Sedalia. But I had to get the podcast out to you. It was either right now or a little later in the afternoon, 6 to 8, maybe around that time. And I was like, you know what, I'll just do it here right now. Let's get right into what we're going to talk about. I've got the review of my picks from last weekend with college football in the NFL. I'm going to talk about the new head coach for Mizzou. Yes, they've got a new head coach. He was just brought in this morning and announced this morning at an interview. But let's get right into it with some college football. We had a game Friday night. We had Oregon versus Utah, Pac-12 championship. You know, I said Utah was going to win, and I was totally wrong. The Oregon Ducks, who were ranked right now, since the college football committee already came out on Sunday night, they're ranked 6th now. When they played, they were ranked 13th, and they played number 5 Utah, which is now 11 because they lost. Oregon won 37-15 to as C.J. Verdell had three touchdowns for Oregon. Oregon controlled this game the whole four quarters. It was a duck, quack, quack all the way through. Utah never looked like they were going to be in the game. I wanted Utah to win because, honestly, I didn't want to see Oklahoma in the playoffs, but it's no big deal. I was wrong. Utah lost. Oregon won. 37-15 was the final score for Oregon. Let's move on to Saturday. And Saturday, there were some good games. Again, another team and game that I got wrong. Number four, Oklahoma, beat number seven, Baylor, 30-23. And like I said, the rankings I have right now are the ones that are official for the college football committee. So Oklahoma made the playoffs. Number four, Oklahoma, beat Baylor 30-23 to in overtime. The big thing is, to this whole game, is Baylor was on their third-string quarterback, Jacob Zeno. I hope I said his name right. This dude had two whole completions for 159 yards in the fourth quarter. He had those in the fourth quarter and gave them Baylor a shot to win the game. They obviously didn't win, but they got, he got them in field goal range in the final drive to send the game to overtime. He got them the uh, touchdown to make it a three-score game. Then he got the game-tying field goal drive. Great work by Baylor. You can't be upset. You're on your third-string quarterback. You almost won the game. That, if you're an Oklahoma fan, is kind of scared because you know who you get to play in the semifinals of the playoffs? That's right, Joe Burrow. Heisman Trophy winner. I said it. Yeah, he's winning it. Let's move on to that game, actually, right now. LSU versus Georgia. LSU stomped Georgia 37-10. to Joe Burrow had four touchdown passes. Crazy man. He's already, he's crazy, bro. He's crazy. Joe Burrow and that LSU offense is top-notch, and they get to go up against Oklahoma defense, a Big 12 defense. Oh, man. Joe Burrow's going to have a field day in the semifinals. Let's move on to the Big Ten Championship, where, honestly, it looked a good game at halftime when Wisconsin was in the lead. But the final score ended up being Ohio State 34, Wisconsin 21. Ohio State scored 27 points in the second half. 27 points in the second half. Yeah, you heard that. 27. 27. They were down 21-7 to at halftime. They came out and destroyed Wisconsin in the second half. And listen, I didn't say the rankings for the last two games. I didn't. I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to give it away. But I'll tell you this, I didn't I didn't pick this game because I knew who was going to win. Clemson did beat Virginia, so obviously Clemson's in. Ohio State won, so Ohio State's in. 
LSU won. LSU's in. Oklahoma won, and Utah lost. Oklahoma gets in. But what was the rankings? Let's find out right now. Number one, LSU. Whoa. Number two, Ohio State. So LSU jumps Ohio State after their fifth top ten ranked team win. Number three, Clemson. And number four, Oklahoma. LSU and Oklahoma meet up in the Peach Bowl on December 28th. And Ohio State and Clemson meet up in the Fiesta Bowl on the same day, December 28th. And guess what? That day, that Saturday, is the day before I get on my cruise ship. So I get to see those two games. And then I get off the cruise ship the Sunday before the Monday night championship game. I can't believe it. It worked out great for me. I'll be on a cruise between those days. And I'll get off and I'll get to watch the championship game. I'll get into those games a little deeper when it gets closer to those times before I leave for my cruise. Before I leave for my family vacation, I'll get deeper into those games and the bigger bowl games as well. But like I said, Ohio State and Clemson play in the Fiesta Bowl. LSU and Oklahoma play in the Peach Bowl. Both games December 28th. Now let's move on to a team that doesn't get a bowl game but got a new coach. Missouri Tigers. Missouri University hired Eli Drinkwitz. Yeah, I don't know if I said his name wrong or right, I'm saying. I'm sorry. He's the former head coach for Appalachian State. Appalachian State went 12-1 and this season. I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm going to say it. I'm a little worried about this hiring. I think Mizzou jumped the gun a little bit too fast here with this coach. This coach was his first season as a head coach was this last season, and he took Appalachian State 12-1. Well, you said, well, Appalachian State, that's a pretty good record, 12-1. But two years ago when he wasn't there, they went 11-2. So he, he they got one more win. So what I'm saying is I think I, – I just don't think it was him that made him so good. I think the players around him. So I'm worried that he's not going to recruit well enough in Missouri in the SEC to get players to come play for Missouri so they can have a team. Because I'm going to say it right now. In college football, it's not really about coaching. It's more about who's the head coach that can recruit. You're telling me that Ohio State, who loses Urban Meyer, still can be in a top four. It's not because of the coach. You're not telling me Ohio State's coach right now, I think his name's O'Day, is as good of a coach or better than Urban Meyer. You can't tell me that. I'm telling you, you need a coach that can recruit to get the players to come play for you. It's totally different. Because they kept O'Day for Ohio State, who had helped recruit those players for Ohio State, so the players that he recruited stayed because he was the next head coach. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It wasn't because he's a good coach. It's because he recruited them, and the recruits that he recruited will stay because he's the one that got them to come to Ohio State. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if Eli can do that from a zoo. We'll see... What happens? If it does happen, I'll be shocked. If it doesn't, I won't be shocked. I think I think Eli may get fired in three years. Just saying. I think in three years he may be gone. Just putting it out there. But let's move on to the NFL. All right, all right, all right. Thursday night, I had the Bears beating the Cowboys 20-17. to I was correct about who won. The Bears won 31-24. to Mitchell Trubisky had three touchdown passes. Holy crap, guys. He had a hat... He had the hat trick. Oh, my God. The Cowboys defense. Holy crap. That is bad. The NFC East is bad still. It's just horrible. It's horrendous. If they could, I wish the NFL could just take the NFC East and throw them. 
and throw them out of the playoffs. They can't make the playoffs. The NFC East teams cannot make the playoffs. But it doesn't work like that. Some team in the NFC East is going to host a playoff game, and they're going to lose at home, and their fans are going to be upset about it. Just saying. But, yeah, the Cowboys didn't look good. The Bears, Trubisky looked pretty good, I'm not going to lie. But he was playing the Cowboys defense, let's be real. Let's move on to the noon game, where I did have the 49ers beating the Saints. I had the 49ers winning 34-30. to And let me tell you, this game did not disappoint. I had a four-point game. It was a two-point game. 49ers won 48-46. Man, this game was a shootout. This was a crazy, awesome game. I hope you guys got to watch it. It was right before the Patriots-Chiefs game, which we'll get into in a minute. But that game was nuts. The 49ers-Saints game. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, had four touchdowns. Drew Brees had five touchdowns. And Robbie Gold hit the 30-yard game-winning field goal as time expired. And let me tell you, George Kittle... The second best tight end in this league went off on that second, third to last play of the game. Holy crap. Fourth and two, he gets the ball on an out route, takes one defender. As he's, the, the defender for the Saints is ripping at his face, man, he's trying to yank him the other way. He keeps tucking. It took three Saints defenders to bring him down, add 15 more yards to the penalty, and they're in field goal range to set up Robbie Gold for the game-winning field goal. What a play by George Kittle. Jimmy Garoppolo played well. Drew Brees played well. Defense didn't, defenses for both teams didn't show up. The number one defense for the 49ers didn't show up. It was weird. Richard Sherman got hurt. D. Ford got hurt for the 49ers. There's problems on the defense for the 49ers due to injury. And the Saints also had some injuries with the linebackers going into the game. So we'll see if those teams can get both healthy. But I think that's the NFC. That's going to be the NFC Championship game. And it's going to be at 49ers Stadium since they just won. And I, uh, it's going to be another good game in the NFC Championship. Let's move on to the 3 p.m. game where you had the Chiefs and Patriots. I had the Chiefs winning this game 37-17. I thought it was going to be a blowout. And let me tell you, it started out to be a blowout. Not going to lie. It was it was going to be a blowout. I was 20-17 to at half, and I was feeling really good about my prediction. And then the Chiefs' offense didn't show up in the second half. They made the defense play a little better. The Patriots got a pump block. They had right receivers throwing passes, running backs throwing passes. They did a flea flicker to score a touchdown. And then you had it all right here, boys. Right here. You had it after the game was over, 23-16. You knew it was going to happen. Everyone for the Patriots fan base was like, the refs missed some calls. The refs missed calls. We know they missed calls. They miss calls all the time. Usually it's against, it's for you guys, though, for the Patriots. So it felt weird for you guys not to get the calls you wanted. And so you were blaming the refs for your loss. And I still, I'm not going to deny there was some missed calls. There was missed calls for both teams. You had the late hit that I thought should have been a penalty on Hightower on Patrick Mahomes. You had uh, blocking in the back on Mitchell Swartz, which was not blocking in the back. Then you obviously had the missed uh, fumble that everyone thinks that would have been a scooping score for Gilmore, which I don't think so because I saw Tyreek Hill running that boy down. Not going to lie. And then you had, obviously, uh, Harry that they said stepped out for a touchdown, which they he didn't, obviously. The problem was is Bill Belichick had used his challenges and had missed one, so he didn't have another challenge, which he used one of his challenges on a stupid challenge on uh, field possession, and he has to do that because his offense needs the ball back, and it didn't work out, so he lost the challenge there. Then he had to challenge the fumble because they said Travis Kelsey was down when he wasn't, so that didn't help. So he had no challenges left, and then he couldn't challenge that. And then there was another one. They they thought there should have been P.I. on the last drive, which 
didn't really matter. They still got into. They still were at the three yard line, guys. That's the thing for Patriots. They were still at the three yard line. They should have scored. If you're saying something, instead they didn't. They missed Gronkowski. They really missed Gronkowski this year. I'm telling you. And let me say something. Yes, uh, here's the thing with the refs. I think on both those plays they missed, where the fumble happened and where there was a missed touchdown, here's the thing. The refs need to know the situation. Okay, if if a fumble happens and you call it a fumble, okay, we can review it and see if he was down or not down. And if he was down, then you just missed a call, but you have the, the review to do it. But when you do call him down, you you can't review it. You have to have the opponent or the team challenge it to see if it was a fumble. And same goes for a touchdown. Okay, you should have called that a touchdown because if it's if you call that a touchdown, then you can review it to look at it. But since you didn't, you force the team to challenge it to see if it's a touchdown. And in the Patriots' case, they had no more challenges, so they couldn't do it. So the referees, I think, need to be held to a higher standard of knowing the circumstances. Okay, if I call this, we can review it. And if I don't, then we're having... The Patriots, or the not the Patriots, the team challenge it to make sure it is correct. You, the referees just need to know the circumstances a little better. That's all I've got to say for the referees on that game. Moving on to the Sunday night game, I had the Seahawks winning 31-20 over the Rams, and oh boy was I wrong. The Rams won 28-12 over the Seahawks. Jared Goff had two touchdowns, also had two uh, interceptions. But I think the big story here was the Rams' defense. Yeah, Russell Wilson had a pretty good game. But they couldn't get anything but field goals, and that really didn't help them. The only touchdown the Seattle Seahawks had was a pick six of Jared Goff. So that's 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 iffy. The uh, Seahawks had a hiccup, and now they're in second place behind the 49ers. They do play each other in a couple weeks, the 49ers and Seahawks do. We'll see how that goes. That'll probably determine the two seed. Well, it'll determine the two seed if Seahawks win. It'll determine the one seed if the 49ers win. So if the Seahawks win, they get the two. The Saints get the one. If the 49ers win, the 49ers are most likely to get the one. Saints will get the two. Anyway, the Saints are going to get a bye, first round bye. That's all I'm saying. Then we can move on to the Monday night game. And oh my goodness. This game I did not watch. I did not watch until the final minutes when the Eagles were driving for the final score to win. Um, The Eagles won. Yay, you won an overtime over the Giants. Eli Manning looked good in the first half. I saw some highlights. He threw two touchdowns in the first half. That's pretty cool. But Wentz threw two touchdowns as well. He threw them in the like uh, he threw them in the last ten minutes of the game. Really, he threw one in the final minute or final two minutes of the game, and then he threw one in the first couple minutes of overtime. So, Eagles were down all the receivers except one. They had one healthy receiver at the end of this game. On the final play, they had three tight ends out there with one wide receiver. And guess who the Giants forgot to cover? Was their best player, best tight end. They forgot to cover Ertz. They forgot to... Oh, my God. How do you forget to cover Ertz? How do you forget to cover Ertz, uh, the Giants? Hello? Hello? What are we doing here? What are we doing? He was wide open from the get-go. You just missed him. He was wide open. They scored the win. Eagles now are in first place for the division since the Cowboys have lost. Like I said, the NFC East is just really bad. I don't care. The Chiefs clinched. Their division with the win, and the Raiders lost to the Titans. So that's crazy. Um, Patriots, I still think, can lose a couple more games. They have the Bills, and they still have the Steelers. And the Steelers, low-key, have looked really good the last couple weeks, not going to lie, with that duck as their quarterback. <clears throat> my bad. My bad, guys. My bad. I had to do it. Um. Anyway, so I think the Chiefs will get the two. 
And I think the Ravens will have the one. And don't be surprised. Do not be surprised if somehow the Bills win the division in the AFC East. Just saying. But I do think the Patriots will win the division. But don't be surprised if the Bills somehow do find a way to win that division. Anyway, all I'm saying is the Patriots will not have a first-round bye this year. And that's going to hurt them tremendously, especially with Tom Brady as their quarterback. Their defenses look lackluster against the Ravens, the Texans, and the Chiefs. The three powerhouse teams. Well, okay. Two of the three powerhouse teams. You thought the Texans were a powerhouse, and then they lost to the Broncos. Which, I will give a shout-out to Drew Locke. Drew Locke's looking great, but you cannot lose that game Texans at home after beating the Patriots the way you did. Just saying. So... I went two. I went three and two last week, guys. I went three and two. Uh, no, I didn't. What am I saying? I went four and one. Four and one. What was I saying? I had the Eagles winning twenty-seven to ten over the Giants. I was close, but it's okay. So yeah, I had I had the Bears winning correct. I had the 49ers winning correct. The Chiefs winning correct. Rams winning was incorrect by me, but I had the Eagles winning, so that's good. I was four and one. On the week in the NFL, I had two misses in the college football. That's where I had my two misses at. I had two misses in the college football, guys. So that's crazy. So Thursday, I'm hoping to get my podcast out. It'll be a little later, actually, on that day. Due to me actually moving from UCM back to home for uh, semester break, I will be transporting all my stuff up into the Raymore 816 area. See, maybe if I can get some interviews with some players, basketball players from Ray Pack. Just saying, if y'all want to be interviewed or anything, it'd be cool to join the podcast. Who knows? Having some special guests before I go to New Orleans and on my cruise at the end of December. But until Thursday, I will see you guys later. Peace.